What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, before I get into this topic, uh, the first topic here, I got two announcements, or two little celebration, celebratory announcements, maybe one, maybe two in your eyes, um, maybe none in your eyes, you racist piece of shit, but anyways, um, first one i'm gonna say i i like this one this is my favorite one um out of the announcements and it's kenneth walker kenneth walker the man who well brianna taylor's boyfriend i believe um i i mentioned last week where police busted up inside their home their indianapolis home and killed brianna taylor and Kenneth was defended. He defended himself against the police who busted up inside uh, their home, and he was arrested and initially charged with attempted murder, obviously, of trying to hurt the police officer who killed his girlfriend. Right? Well, charges have been dropped against Kenneth Walker. He will. He's freed. Um, he will no longer be charged with aggravated assault, attempted murder, um, all that. So, if you're on the Anchor app, hit that applause button for my man Kenneth Walker. Um, that's something great to see, uh, you know, in this day and age and stuff. Um, you know, honestly, I didn't think this was going to happen, um, or at least anytime soon, um, but this, nonetheless, a win's a win. And this is definitely a win right here. Um, the second announcement or whatever, uh, quick update announcement, whatever you want to call it. The third man, the cameraman in the murdering of Ahmad Arbery was arrested a couple of days ago as well. Um, the man who basically was a part of the trio of the angry white racist rednecks who uh, just wanted to go around killing black folks or black men really Um, yeah the guy who held the camera and watched as his two buddies killed an um, unarmed man He's been arrested, the camera guy, you know, 20 days, he, his arrest happened 20 days after his buddies got arrested and all of them got arrested in the month of May for a crime that they all committed back in February. Now, why I say that this is, it depends on your thoughts. This might be good news to you. I don't it's better news than him being freed Uh, that's as that's as good as the news gets though but at the same time I have no I'm going back to me being a pessimist I don't know if these guys are going to get these guys meaning the McMichaels and this third guy the camera guy I still don't know his name They did not share his name, and I believe they didn't share his name for obvious reasons. 
Um, I think they're still trying to paint this picture out as much as they can for the McMichaels and the cameraman to look as innocent as possible, you know, protecting white lives, you know, and white reputation and all that. But, uh, I, I still don't believe that these men are going to get the punishment that they deserve or I feel as though they deserve and that's all I'm going to put it as so you can take that third arrest as good news um, and if you don't even take any of what I just said as good news then I don't understand why you listen to me you racist piece of shit anyways um, we're going to the first actual topic at hand and I want to talk about this soccer and I'm calling him a soccer player because I'm an American and us Americans, you know, we, we call football soccer and the rest of the world calls it football. So what I mean by is this football athlete slash soccer athlete, same sport, different name, um, Mario Bolotelli, I believe that's his last name. I, I Sorry if I mispronounced it, but he's made some pretty bold statements. I may say so myself, some pretty bold statements um, regarding him, other African players, um, and what they should do with their careers and their talents. And no, he's not saying they should take their talents to South Beach, Um, somewhere farther, farther, farther away than South Beach, actually, Um, but in Africa. I don't know how far is South Beach from any place in Africa, but, you know, I'm making um, predictions and shit. But anyway, something far somewhere farther than South Beach. That's all I can tell you. It's farther. If Africa is farther away from where I am than South Beach is. I can tell you that. Um, but yeah, he 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 made some pretty bold statements and I'm going to read these statements and then I'm going to share my thoughts on the statements. Now, I believe Mario Bolatelli has been facing a lot of racist remarks. And this is my thoughts about soccer anyways, and why I'm not a fan, to be honest with y'all. But I'll get into all that when I when I uh, read this statement. So without further ado, Mario Bolatelli is quote quoted as saying, I challenge you all African footballers to put money together with me to leave the racist Europe and build stadiums in Africa and develop our our youth. We have money. We can build at least five world-class sorry y'all world-class stadiums in each country and sign a petition that no players will be exported to Europe ever again. Here in Africa, they will play under love of their sisters and brothers with no signing no singing racist chants on the stands against them we are more talented we can make our champions league we can make our champions league quality and our league's quality we have great talent that is never appreciated abroad End quote by Mario Bolatelli. Like I said, a pretty, 
pretty bold, profound statement. One that I want to give him applause for. So once again, if you want an anchor app, hit that applause button for your man, Mario Bolatelli. Whether he's your man or not, hit that applause button. Um, Now again, I knew of him simply because when I do have... (laughs) do have the latest FIFA game that's number one number two number two uh um I saw him a lot being headlined in the news um as one of the vocal athletes in soccer football um to call out the racism that he and other black players have been getting Um, I've been very vocal over the years about why I do not watch or like soccer or don't really have a, not all, because I've met soccer fans, foreign soccer fans that weren't racist and didn't co-sign the BS, but a lot of them are. You know, they make monkey jokes and stuff. They throw banana pills on the field. And again, they make monkey jokes about the black players especially the ones on their teams, on their favorite teams, their favorite, their, a black player on their favorite team messes up one time, um, or does like a boneheaded play because athletes are prone to doing that, um, no matter how great they are. And that person is a monkey, a nigger, and is told that he should have never been left out of the zoo. He should have been never left out of the cage things of that nature you know straight straight up degradation of these players but when the black players save the lives and they save the team it's a team effort it was the team who did it it was the team who brought things together it was the fans who motivated the team so much to where they willed out a win right whether it be a championship win or whatever right but that one black player fucks up he's a monkey he's a this he's useless he's that he's all that stuff white players the european players when they mess up it's oh you'll get them next time you know what i'm saying um so what mario bolatelli says in his comment and other comments he's made he's absolutely right He's absolutely right to feel however he feels. He's absolutely right. Him and other black uh, soccer slash football players are absolutely right for if they want to do something like this. Hey, I'm all for it. If y'all haven't, if you don't know, I'm all for their plan. I'm just not naive enough to believe it's going to work. Now, I want to know, and this is no slight against Mario or anybody else in, inter, in, in, in interracial relationships with white people. But my thing is for Mario, because I know it's going to come. People are going to say, well, he has a white wife or a white partner. They have a couple of half black, half white kids together. People are going to say, well, if you go, if let's just say you and every African player in soccer 
football. You know who plays for FIFA. Um, they left the European leagues, the European teams, and went to Africa. Started up their own things. Started up their own stadiums. Started up everything. Just basically made a Negro league, a African league, soccer or straight up Negro league, right? And they did that. I know there's going to be people to criticize Mario and say, well, you have a white wife and have white children. So you're speaking this pro-blackness and you're not really pro-black. Ignoring the fact that there's tons of, well, not tons, but there's a lot of prevalent half black and half white civil rights activists. Everyone loves to bring up Angela Davis. Angela Davis is half white. Everyone loves to praise Obama. Obama is half white. Nina Simone, whenever she was married, the couple times she was married, um, same for uh, uh, Maya Angelou, these were women who dated and married white men. But you don't question their blackness. When it comes to the women, it's all—it's never a question of their blackness. Whenever they are dating or in in relationships with white partners, and they claim to be pro-black or civil rights activists and stuff. But when it comes to the men, you know how it goes, right? Straight up double standard. I see that being the case um, for Mario if. If things were to go down. The only reason why I don't. Like I don't literally see it happening now. But. That's a prediction for things. To come. If Mario's plans actually come to fruition. And other players actually latch on. Now I don't know. What's the status of this situation. Maybe they're building in silence. Which is what I hope they are doing actually. Um. But I don't know. You know, I, I'd be I, I'd be lying to you if I if I was like, here's the inside scoop on what Mario and and the other black players um, are doing right now. They might want to keep that as inconspicuous and as silent as possible now, so they can move in silence, so they can have uh, not have white interference. Um, but that's also possible. When you move in silence. Because you might have a bunch of sambos and sellouts and tap dancing fools who go behind your back and will act like they're down for the cause in your face. But then behind your back, they're going to the Europeans and they're saying, this is what Mario is playing and this is what X, Y, and Z is playing and this is what they're doing. What you gonna do, massa? Massa, do you want me to, to trick him? Is you going to punish him, Massa, like you do all the other Negroes who step out of line? Ooh, Massa, can I sit and watch you spank him, Massa, please? You know? Stuff like that. It's interesting, to say the least, that Mario... Um, and any athlete, because I haven't heard 
an athlete make statements like this, and I could be wrong, but I haven't heard an athlete make statements this bold and this brazen in this day and age in a very long time. Again, this was stuff you heard in the this is stuff you heard in the 70s and 60s. You know, athletes were making this stuff like that. Um, you know, when you watch old documentaries and stuff and 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 Muhammad Ali and and older athletes as well and stuff about Negro League athletes and black Olympian athletes and things of that nature. But in the 2000s, you know, in the 21st century, this is stuff that I haven't, honestly, it was refreshing to hear. Um, and it was great to hear because, like I said, this is stuff you don't normally hear from black athletes nowadays. Not to say that black athletes aren't outspoken because you got the Colin Kaepernick's, you got the uh, Ray Lewis's, you have the once outspoken Cam Newton. You have outspoken black athletes, but you don't have them going to this extreme, the extreme Mario Ottobelli went to. And again, I think it's pretty dope. I think it's pretty dope that he has this mindset. Now, whether he truly believes it or not, time will tell whether he, uh, 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 he already has my support. I can tell you that right now. He has my support. He and anybody else serious about this, they already have my full on support to make this happen because I want this thing to happen. I want this to happen so other athletes, especially here in America, black athletes could say, yo, look what they did. Look what these athletes did. We can do that as well. I think that would be a beautiful thing, but I wouldn't be me. If I wasn't being pessimistic, right? Nah, but I wouldn't be me if I were to deny that I believe, if I were to deny the the other possibility. And the other possibility it being that, well, they continue to throw dirt on Mario's name. They will have shields within Mario's camp or, you know, basically agents, secret agents is what they call them, but agents within, you know, this this plan that Mario wants to 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 uh, hash out and boom, the system falls, you know, the plan falls. Just like with the Black Panthers. Let me get you let me tell you something. White folks did not defeat the Black Panthers. Black folks defeated the Black Panthers. It was the agents. It was the sellouts. It was all of them. That it was because of them, white folks in the government were able to infiltrate and to take down the Black Panthers. They weren't going to do it by themselves. So no, and I'm not not saying that. Oh, you know, let's not blame Whitey because. I'm all for blaming Whitey over here on the Let's Talk About It podcast with Ernest. But let's blame Whitey when Whitey is actually to blame for something. Not blame Whitey just because of, well, it's because of racism. 
like the stupid ass names of every episode of Black Ass Fuck or Black AF, right? On Netflix. Finally finished that. I'm not going to do a review on that on here. I'm going to write my review, by the way, for that show. Um, But yeah, that was just a little uh, slight to their their episode names because everything every episode had the name had basically blame it on racism and this blah 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 because of racism blah 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 because of racism right so yeah anyways um i don't have much else to say about this whole mario uh this statement mario made I hope he's serious i hope he's actually 100 serious and he's just not being bitter as shit I hope he's serious and he's not just latching on to this movement of quote-unquote pro-blackness because, well, that's what everyone is doing at this point. Well, not everyone, but a lot of folks. A lot of folks who are losing their popularity. So they're like, well, I'm black. Maybe I could use that to my advantage. Same way when, uh, you know, YouTube first started and... There was a lot of people of the LGBT uh, community. Not all, but a lot of them. And you could tell. A lot of them were just using their sexuality to get the views, get the fame and stuff of that nature. But they're really just trash individuals. They, They really weren't for the LGBT community. They were for themselves. They just happened to be either lesbian, gay, bi, or trans. So, only time would tell. Is Mario really for Africans? Or does he just happen to be someone who is African? And is trying to boost himself. Because, well, maybe he's losing popularity to some sort or whatever the case may be. Maybe he didn't, maybe he's someone who didn't mind the racism or didn't care about the racism or denied racism was ever a thing until he made that bad play and someone threw a banana pill at him and told him to get back into his cage and called him a monkey. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe so. I hope that's not the case though. Anyways, we're going to get on to the next topic. There's still more to discuss in this episode, so stay tuned. Alright, we back. So, this next topic here. Um, I just want to discuss my thoughts on the people black people but people who are anti-black business um there have been people who are unashamedly sharing their horror stories they've had with a black business because it's always usually one that turns them away but in the same light do not discuss their horror stories with non-black businesses and i know they've had some because we've all had some. It's not like the every time 
people have uh you know bad experiences within grocery stores or other businesses that this only happens with inside black businesses hell no nah, that's not the case and you're disingenuous if you are going to act as if though you're someone who's never dealt with bad service anywhere else or bad business anywhere else but every time you do talk about it or do point out as to why you yourself don't support black businesses you bring up the fact that you got rude service you bring up the fact that the prices are too damn high you bring up the fact that you were scammed one time the one time you did try to support a black business which you thought you were supporting a black business and what you really was doing was um becoming a victim involuntarily of course because ain't no voluntary victims but you know you are a victim of a black scammer a scammer who just happens to be black that's not a business person you know um, sure, do they rack, do scammers rack up money like businesses? Yeah, but when I talk about business, I'm talking about businesses that under that operate under the guise that the Better Business Bureau would approve of or do approve of. You know, not businesses that are fronts for a scamming operation. And that was what a lot of these people who shared these stories about being scammed and having rude services and and just getting bullshit getting bullshitted um that was what they 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 came across now they came across there were some people who actually was you know did business uh with a black business like an actual business and the business just happened to be shitty i'm not this i'm not saying that every shitty business a person is not like a real business or whatever the case may be because there are real businesses with shitty employees you know i feel bad for what the usps is going through right now but they got a lot of shitty employees fedex y'all have a lot of shitty employees nonetheless these are still businesses you know um you know other other places and stuff uh non you know delivery mail delivery places have shitty employees they're still a business they're just a business with shitty employees you know i worked at a place before uh with shitty employees that didn't make that business any less of a business but it just made the business less of a pleasant to work for you know um alongside with the customers who are rude as fuck as well so let's not get it straight let's not act as if though once again black businesses are the only ones dealing with only bullshit uh, the only ones with bullshit employees and bullshit uh customers but i when i saw over last weekend uh or so or earlier on this week um before recording this podcast of course um when i saw a bunch of black people make excuses for why they don't support black businesses i'm sitting there thinking and i didn't say this to anyone but i'm sitting there thinking all of y'all motherfuckers had i know for a fact has had bad businesses with white owned businesses with non-black businesses and you're not making excuses for them you're not saying well i went to this one chinese food restaurant and the chinese people there were rude as fuck to me 
So guess what? I never order Chinese food ever again, or I never order from that restaurant again. Nah. Your black ass went there. Your black your black ass still ordered during there. Or you never said, I went to this one place to get my nails and hairs done. Or get my get a pedicure. And I just I have a feeling, or I know for a fact that Chinese people there were talking shit about me, but I couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying. That didn't stop you from going back the next time. And flexing on them and saying, look at me, I'm balling with all this money. You think they give a fuck about how you look, Miss Ghetto Barbie? You think they give a fuck about all that? No, they, they're taking that money. They're the ones that's actually balling. They're not looking, they're, they don't feel the need to flex and look glamorous and all this other stuff. Makes absolutely no sense. You know? And then some, uh, somebody shared a story about somebody buying something off of Instagram. Let me tell y'all something. I've bought one thing off of Instagram. Well, it wasn't even off of Instagram, really. Sure, did I contact the woman on Instagram? By the way, let me uh, read y'all her information and shit. Wrote down to earth, cool woman. Homegirl, actually. Ariana, Ariana Coles, uh, crowned beauty bonnets, you know, um, that's, that's where you can find her on Instagram, crowned queens, crowned queens bonnets, my bad, I said crowned beauty, you know what I'm saying, maybe that's just me thinking of a rebrand name for her, I don't know, but, um, she could keep the name crowned queens, you know what I'm saying, uh, if you want to email her, email her at crowned queens bonnets at gmail.com everything is spelled the way it should be spelled you know but she's a black businesswoman. she ain't give me no funk she ain't give me no no nothing that no terrible service none of that now i've only bought from her one time um but at the same time she she was on instagram and I didn't have a bad experience with her, but I've heard many, many of other people buying shit off of Instagram and getting scammed. As I stated a couple minutes ago, y'all got scammed by scammers who are using a business as a front. All those people that, all those pictures they have of people in their apparel are most likely just friends in on a scam. Other people, all these other strangers of theirs who um, will put out testimonies <laughs> and say, yeah, girl, yeah, y'all, this this business is legit. Probably family, friends, cousins in them. If you really were to be a psychopath and look deep, you will f- probably find a connection between this customer who is claiming to be a satisfied customer and this business person who's claiming to be a business person and both of them claiming to be strangers until this customer decided to buy whatever product from them you know you just got scammed and we all we all have been scammed a couple times you know what i'm saying i haven't been scammed by a business but i've been scammed before you know and it doesn't feel good but what i'm not going to do is God forbid I end up being scanned by business. Have I had I made purchases and I'm like, this is not what I thought it was going to be? Sure. 
Um, but that was for food delivery services. And guess what? None of none of them were black owned. None of them were black owned. I'm gonna say that one more time. None of them were black owned. Not the food delivery service, not the food that I ordered the, the not the restaurants where I used the app. None of that. So black people are the only ones out here with bad business. I mean, y'all y'all have every excuse in the world not to support black folks, but then uh, when it comes down to it, y'all gonna want black folks, us quote-unquote hoteps, you're gonna rely on us to carry you all. You're gonna rely on the black folks who are pro-black out there to have your back when you want to tap into your blackness. Now, I can't speak for all the other quote-unquote hoteps out there, but this one, I'm not having your back. You made it clear. Once you make it clear what side of the fence you on, you stay on that side. Now, I'm all for forgiving, folks. I'm all for if you see the light of day and you truly see the light of day, and heck, I'll be the judge of that because I know when people faking the funk or not, if you truly see the light of day, and you're like, you know what? You're right about this. I was wrong. I was fucked up. This, that, and the third. I'm not going to hold that against you. But what I'm not going to do is give you the hookup as you want black businesses to do because you're black, but because you happen to have the same skin color. But again, you don't go to these white establishments and do that. These Chinese places, these other non-black ethnic places, you don't do that. You pay what you owe. It has everything to do with you and it has nothing to do with the, let me just say very little to do with the experiences you've had with black businesses and the majority of it has to do with your value on black lives and black businesses and just black anything. You don't think blacks are of value. You don't think black life is of value. Black anything is of value. Good value at least. Therefore you're trashing it. Therefore you in your mind are trying to find every excuse as to why you cannot support a black business. But again, like I said, a lot of us have stories, horror stories of dealing with bad business people, bad businesses in general. And a lot of those stories are not black owned businesses. But yet you just chalk it up as an L, as a lesson learned. Well, if it really was a lesson learned, you wouldn't go back to those businesses. That's number one. So you can't really chalk it up as a lesson learned. That'd be like, you know, a drunk driver saying, oh man, you know, I I, I was driving drunk and I crashed and I almost lost my life. Lesson learned. But then this person continuously to drive while under the influence of alcohol. You really didn't, there was no lesson really learned. What was the lesson? Pick yourself up and try again? I don't think that's what Aaliyah meant. Rest in peace. 
Oh yeah, by the way, speaking of rest in peace. <clears throat> last last segment I kept I <clears throat> mispronounced as I do a lot. I mispronounced Mario's last name a couple of times. I was calling him Alto Belly. Uh <clears throat> obviously the last name of uh the Alto Belly families who uh members who tragically died in the helicopter crash with Kobe, Gigi, and the other families as well. So shout out to the Altabellis. That was a slip up of my fault. His last name is not Altabelli. <coughs> it's Bolatelli. Alright? Um, but again, rest in peace to them. So let me get that out the way. But <coughs> once again, to get back on to the point of Aaliyah. Aaliyah was not saying Hey, when you when, at first when you at first when you don't succeed with white businesses, pick yourself up and try again. Maybe it'll give you better service next time. You know? Heck, y'all y'all have shitty service with black people who work for white businesses. Does that deter you away from going to those businesses because they hire black people I've detailed uh, this story I, I think a few times actually on this podcast I know in other times but I detailed my freshman year of college and there was a sub there's a subway on campus my college's campus and myself and just others uh, my classmates were used to go there um, all the time, not every classmate, but a couple of them used to go there all the time. I went there one time with this white guy, um, and it was this this black girl there who will always give me the worst attitude. Again, I didn't know this girl at all, and this is not again Subway's not a white owned business, and this wasn't a personal Subway owned by the white folks. Heck, she wasn't even like the manager manager was indeed a white guy but she would always give me like these mean looks and unpleasant service for some reason like an attitude but then everybody else got got pleasant service everyone else got 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 uh smiles and and I would always wonder what the what did I do to her like what and then it took some time for the white boy because of course he didn't really really catch on until I purposely uh, tricked him into going to Subway this one afternoon because I wanted to conduct this social experiment uh, and see, you know, if it was going to be one of those situations where people were telling me, oh, she's just having a bad day. Every time that I walk in, every time that she sees me. Now, Maybe she might have thought that I wasn't the most attractive guy. That's understandable. She wasn't, definitely wasn't the most attractive woman. And I'm not saying to that because she gave me attitude. Because there's been plenty of uh, women that have given me attitude for no reason. And I thought, damn, this sucks because she fine as hell. You know? Um, but this woman wasn't the most attractive woman either. But I never said that to her face. Heck, I never said that out loud to anybody. Except for y'all right now. But I never said that to anybody. These were just thoughts in my mind. But even then, I, even if I don't find someone attractive or not, service is service. And I'm not saying their service is devalued or valued more based on their level of attraction to me. 
it's the simple fact of the matter is I don't I just didn't find her physically attractive but at the same time I was still going there because I liked going to Subway you know I was still going there because it was the subway closest. There was another location that I eventually went to because I just didn't want to deal with her and her fucking attitude all the time. But that was the one closest to campus, obviously, to me because it was the one on campus. The other one was was like a shy off campus, basically like in a neighborhood next to where my uh, college's campus was. But it was a walk, and not a walk that I didn't mind doing, but, you know, you choose a closer location that is on campus or something that is next door, you know? Next door as in next neighborhood. Um, but, yeah, she gave she gave white boy the best, best you know, uh, uh, service. Everybody else who wasn't my black ass... Uh, or my black ass, as in just me, because I didn't see, one, I didn't see other black folks much. When I went there with other black folks, she didn't serve them. She didn't serve them at all. She would, uh, you know, because it was always her and some Latina woman, and then, like I said, the manager was a white dude, right? Um, and the the other woman was pleasant all the time, but she was pleasant to everybody. This girl, raccoon face over here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, she wasn't pleasant to me, but pleasant to everybody. But I never saw her interact with many other black folks. So again, maybe she just didn't like my face. Ditto, bitch. But at the same time... um. Not liking a customer's face is no reason to give them rude service. When I did work in, you know, a grocery store, there's plenty of ugly-ass customers <laughs> that I came across. Um, now, I got rest in bitch face, but I never gave them... Um, apparently, that's what I have. But I never gave them terrible service because I thought they were some ugly motherfuckers. I gave them the best service that I did because you know it's not their fault that uh, my standards of beauty they don't meet my standard of beauty basically you know what I'm saying anyways I went on that long ass tangent just to say that y'all have had terrible business within non-black owned businesses and y'all still return to them. Y'all still continue. Not at this moment now, maybe, because quarantine and shit. But even as stores open up, you will continue to have terrible business and not so pleasant business in these non-black-owned businesses. And you're still going to go back. You're still going to have excuses. You're still going to say, well, maybe she or he was having a bad day. Sure. Or maybe they're a fucking piece of shit. Or maybe that... Or, oh, this one employee doesn't represent the entire business. But how come black businesses don't get the benefit of the doubt? That one rude uh, employee of this black business may have been that that business's worst employee. 
because of their attitude. But you totally written off the entire business and said the owner, the manager, the other employees, that employee, their mama, all of them, everybody else can go fuck themselves and fuck black businesses because it is one employee. Yeah, y'all are, y'all are trash, y'all are trash, I don't know what else to say, y'all are trash, that's, that's not how you should operate out here, you know, one of my favorite sayings is what's good for the goose should be good for the gander, you know what I'm saying, like, I like to apply that saying with a lot of things, if you're going to have set rules and ideologies and, and standards, for one business that should apply for every business if you're going to have standards and rules for one person that should apply for others but it doesn't and in all of it you sit back and you think that it is okay shit is stupid it's dumb. So that's all I got to say about that. I do have one more topic I want to talk about. Um, so stay tuned. All right. This last part is basically going to be some news that I feel as though I need to use my platform that, you know, the little itty bitty platform that I have to put the word out, you know? Um, so rest in peace to Trovenia, true Trovenia, Clarence Campbell and Vanita Richardson. These are two black women who were found with their heads covered under a bridge, I believe. And this was in Georgia. Georgia, you're kind of wilding right now. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Not that, you know, Georgia and other places in the South haven't been odd places for black bodies. But, yeah. This ain't looking right, you know, and I believe it is in Georgia. Once again, I, I, I please, uh, I apologize for the misinformation on the setting. Um, but this happened a while ago. This happened a while ago, and it wasn't covered. And people can make excuses for why it hasn't been covered. The very the few people I've I've seen or heard talk about this is because. They're from other podcasts also. Their excuse is, well, maybe it's the coronavirus thing. Maybe. No, it's not. No, it's not. We need to stop giving passes to the mainstream media as to why they don't cover stories like this. Because this could have happened in 2019. There was no pandemic in 2019, or at least the early parts of 2019. This time last year. There was no pandemic. So this situation could have happened and still not have gotten 
national news, news period about it. Two black women mysteriously found dead under a bridge, heads covered. Don't know if the police are what they're doing about it. Old pessimistic E, me, don't believe that they're going to do much about it because, well, they're black women. And to paraphrase the quote from uh, Malcolm Metz, basically how black women are basically the most forgotten beings on this mistreated and, and forgotten beings on on this planet he's absolutely right you know it's part of the reason why I go hard for black women you know part of it but the other part is because of love that I have for them but this is just truly sad man and I don't I don't know what else to say you know I don't know what else can be said you know, um, I'm not one to rely on news outlets, mainstream media especially, but other news outlets, whether it be mainstream or not, to tell stories that I feel as though should be told. I'm just saying to those that's like, well, how come I didn't hear about this in the news? Because you're not. Because one, it deals with two black women, the death of two black women. You're not going to hear about that. Simple as that. Number two, you, 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 you can tell yourself, well, it's because of the coronavirus, all the covering of the coronavirus. No. No. Heck, has Sandra Bland, the mistreatment Sandra Bland, and all the other black women have gotten at the hands of the police not being caught on camera? We wouldn't have been outraged about. We wouldn't have known about these women unless you've been someone who is doing digging yourself. Unless you are the family members of these victims. Let's keep it a buck. And now people are going to say, well, you can say the same thing about the black male victims. True, but the news is going to cover that more often than they are going to cover the black women. Two things can be true. And that's a situation where two things are true. But that does not mean that I'm not going to uh, hold myself and myself only accountable for finding out the words, uh, finding out the news and spreading the word. Now, that also me holding myself accountable does not mean that I am not going to look at the mainstream, then I am not going to look at these other places and say, if y'all claim to be unbiased, if y'all claim to care about this, that, and the third, especially to the other outlets, not necessarily the mainstream, because they're going to do what they do, but the other outlets who claim they care about, you know, black women, or they care about X, Y, and Z, but aren't reporting on X, Y, and Z, yeah, I'm definitely going to look at y'all still and say, well, your words aren't matching your actions, brother, sister. But am I counting on them to do something about it? No. Because I'm only holding that to myself. So, if 
for everybody out there, if you're listening right now, you're wondering, well, I didn't hear this on any other out in the podcast. I didn't hear this about this, about any other wherever, right? Chances are they don't know. Chances are they don't care. Chances are they're not going to talk about it because it's not a big story. But you're listening to me. And I've made it clear many a times on this podcast that I talk about what I feel is important. Not what the world feels is important. Sure, there are times where what I feel is important to talk about aligns with what it's being talked about in society and in the news and all that stuff. But that's because I felt it was important. Not because of what others are telling me how to feel. You get lost in the sauce when you start listening to other people tell you what is or isn't important. Because, well, if you let them tell you black women aren't important. Based off of how they view black women, based off of how they don't cover the stories, the abuse, the harms of black women... Based off of how they let predators get away of abusing black women. You let them tell it. Black women don't matter. So knowing that now, are you going to continue to listen to them tell you what should matter and what shouldn't matter? Or are you going to finally listen to... That voice in your head telling you, this is right. This isn't right. This matters. This doesn't matter. You be the boss of that. That's all I got to say about this situation. Once again, we'll rest the peace to the two beautiful women. Truvina Calaris Campbell and Vanita Richardson. Hopefully justice is, you know serve with them they hopefully we find out what the hell is going on like what what the hell led to that situation well, i'm gonna tell you this right now if it has anything to do with someone connected to the police department down there it's just gonna be another unsolved mystery until it until it, it it could be made into a juicy documentary or a juicy Netflix movie within twelve months to another two years or so or a couple years or so. But until then, pessimistic me is saying nothing is going to be found. I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong about that. Either or, I'm still going to report on what I feel needs to be reported on, state how I feel about things, and look into these situations. And when I find information on, uh, you know, what's going on with any situation... Best believe you're going to hear me talk about it here on the Let's Talk About It podcast with Ernest. With that being said, that's the end of this episode. 
timestamps in the description box below. Listen to five minutes, ten minutes, the whole damn thing. I would really would appreciate that. If you want to support this podcast, hit up that support tab wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also hit up the description box of this episode and you will find my Cash App and PayPal. Donate any amount is appreciated anywhere you want to donate. I just appreciate the, the donation. All right. If you want to support freely, that's perfectly fine as well. A simple sh- subscribe. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, that's how you could um, so show your support. Sharing this episode. That's another way you can do it for free. Spreading the word in general and sharing the podcast in general. These are things you can do for free that show your support. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA Lives Matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. Black trans women matter. Black men matter. Black businesses matter. And I'm out. Peace.